This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is The Irishman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunzetta, and I'm your sentient ghost. What? Oh. Alongside me, the irascible Justin Waddell. Justin, how's it going? It's going pretty good, I guess. I'm drinking some coffee that you made me, thank you. Uh-huh. A little Keurig. Well, we don't like to tell people how the sausage is made here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the Keurig brothers. I did Daybreakers. Um... Katie Keurig. Yeah, rest in peace. What? Uh, so we're here mm-hmm. talking about a movie that's not we're not supposed to be talking about yet, but since uh, it, it's it's kind of one of those things. If somebody spoils the Irishman in the woods and nobody's there, did it really happen? Do they? Do you think that they maybe we'll get some attention if we uh, break embargo? Well, the thing is, it's been minor reviewed cast. everywhere overseas. It has. Yeah. But no spoilers. Is that their big thing with them? Well, I mean, we don't. Jimmy Hoffa doesn't make it. Yeah. Is that a spoiler? It is not. Okay. So well, the, th- the fact that uh, I guess who kills him in this is a little bit of a spoiler. Well, that's also De Niro. People, people, <laughs> people have come out said that it's bullshit. That's yeah, what's so have. weird. It's yeah. not. It t- turns out it's not the Irishman. It's actually Robert De Niro that killed him. He does. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Uh, yeah, it's based on a book, so the book's been out. Yeah, I read it. But they I actually mean, brag. Actually, the movie that people stop people from reading the book too until mm-hmm. can't read. People the book. don't need reasons to not read in this country. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a movie microscope, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the second installment uh, since we've added tattoos to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, it's a <laughs> you can be still your pitter patter of your heart because it's happening. Um, So if you guys aren't familiar with the movie Microscope, it's a show where we springboard ourselves into the depths of a film, swing our arms wildly, and grab meaty pockets, and then share those things with you. Not the big moments, but the little moments that make or break and bring out the best in films. Or the worst. Hmm. So if we were talking about The Apprenticeship of Duddy Kravitz, we wouldn't be talking about the scene where Richard Dreyfuss... uh, Encrusts himself with barnacles only to scrape them off in in the bedroom. We're what? talking about the big moments. What's this film? The Apprenticeship of Duddy Kravitz. It's real. I hope. And uh, this is from the seventies or something. Sixties. It has to be seventies. I hope I'm not. I'm not looking it up. But I, 
It's it came to my head a second ago, and it, I think it's real. I think I may may even have his name right. Duddy, Duddy's a Duddits. Oh, if you combine Duddy Kravitz, it's Duddits. I wonder if that's where King got it. He, do you think he doesn't even realize it? Uh, he would realize it. We should tweet at him. Yeah. He's loving on uh, Trump. No. <laughs> oh. He's loving on Doctor Sleep. Yeah. Um, He's pretty- the anti-Cameron. He doubles down the closer it gets to release. <laughs> Did you? Uh, this is a movie that we, we possibly were, we were, were supposed to be see, seeing tonight. Yeah, but instead we we didn't. Well, I got excited, but I, I'm kind of happy we didn't go. I wouldn't mind paying to see that film. I'm going to see it soon. You're going to go. You're going to see it on your trip. You're going uh, away for a little. I bit. I think Sunday night because I get back from the trip mm-hmm. midday Sunday. I'll be in Nashville. Uh, I don't have anything planned that night, so I think I might go see it. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I'll, I'll report back to you. You'll have seen it by then. You know that book's a sequel, right? Oh, shit. People come to the microscope for a lot of reasons, but cutting-edge news is definitely at the top. Some pre-med student sleep. All right, so... <laughs> not that shit again. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're here talking about The Irishman. Um, yeah, and I, a movie that we were both really excited about, you in particular. I think you, I mean, you were real excited about I live this. and die for Scorsese yeah. stuff, and especially when the, this combination. It's funny about this because when they released the trailer for it, I was like, eh, it looks a little, looks a little iffy because, you know, all the de-aging was a big uh, mm-hmm. conversation piece in this. It took a long time to... To, to get to release they may I think they started shooting it in 2017 um, you know it just seemed like it had some stuff stacked up against it and then you realize oh it's a Martin Scorsese movie it's going to be great and it is uh, remember everybody all they were doing was showing those shots of him with the lifts in his shoes making fun of him <laughs> making fun of him and they would remember they did that thing where they showed his uh, face his eight, his face in the different eras they were kind of making fun of those shots but this and the poster's ugly. The poster does a bad job of representing their faces. I think, you know, what surprised what surprised me the most, and I had kind of read this, I guess, so maybe it wasn't that much of a surprise. But um, I think you notice like this de aging thing a little bit at first, just a little bit in the initial scenes. You never care about it again. Like I did not care about it at all. No, I didn't, I didn't think I didn't about, care it. about it because I mean, films are about. I don't know if you know this, but films are. <laughs> About make-believe? Uh, but, you know, it could be distracting, and it isn't, because I think they just do a great job. I think what they probably did was they just they just zapped the wrinkles out. They must have just did that. Uh, there's a couple of shots where it looked like their face was moving uh-huh. a little bit, but I don't care. You're riveted. You're loving the movie. It doesn't matter. It was it was subtle, I guess. I mean, it, it helped, I think, we talked about this a little bit, is they de-aged him to look about... You know, 55. He looks like 55 when he's in his 20s, and he looks like 55 when he's in his 50s. So um, it's not like they make him look like a young guy ever. I don't think that helps. I I don't think think we ever see the actual Robert De Niro, like current version in this movie. Mm -mm. I don't think there's any scenes where he's this age, where he's himself. I don't think so. Well, he's in his 70s, and I think it takes place when he's in his 80s, right? Like he's at an old folks' home, and he's kind of recounting his life. How's his life? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty solid, you know. You know what's funny is I like, I mean, we got a lot, there's a lot to unpack, as they say Mm -hmm. these days. But this doesn't glamorize that life at all. 
No. And that's one of the rare times that a movie like this doesn't. Because Goodfellas is my favorite film ever uh-huh. of all the films. And that glamorizes the gangster life for a good portion of it. And then you it think doesn't. So? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you get to pistol with people in their driveway? Um, Scorsese was accused of glamorizing well, that, the guy from Wolf of Wall Street a little bit, too, or, you know, making him. Yeah, I mean, that's Jordan, the whole thing. what's his name? Jordan, Jordan Belfort. He's a super rich guy. Of course his life's glamorous. But I don't think Scorsese was doing that. I think. He was holding a mirror to it? I think he was painting a picture of a piece of shit. I think he knew what he was doing. Oh. Don't you? I mean, you kind of like him at some points in that movie. Yeah. But, um, you know, in this, it's definitely a movie about... He glamorizes the shit out of Kundun. <laughs> it's a... I mean, it... That's his name. It's, this is a movie that is... I mean, it is sorrowful. Is that a right, the right word? Sure. Like, it is a sad movie that just gets sadder and sadder. I don't think it's like the tearjerker. It doesn't have a happy ending, I will say. But it's not I don't I didn't find myself sad. I just felt it, oh, I think it's like a it's almost like a uh, it's so so a dirge? Did I was I going to say that? I think I maybe it was. It's it just it's something that I don't know. It, it just feels like a a dirge. <laughs> <laughs> dirge night. What what was was that Sturge? Is that that character from D&D, the little owl with the pointy beak? From where? Dungeons and Dragons. Sturge? Sturge? I don't know. Listeners, call in. Tell us what you think of Sturge. We do have a number. Yeah, it's do actually we... about to expire. I got an email from Google Voice due to inactivity. It'll be deactivated. We, we with... should probably, if we want people to call, maybe every show we just say the number. But we also there's also a number through Anchor that you can call. So we're safe. We're covered. Oh, we have a number. How's yeah. that? Is that one lighting up? Oh, yeah. It's lighting up from inactivity. We should call in. I, you know what? We need to contact that dude. Mm-hmm. The one, the guy that called in. Yeah, I need to get him back. We're talking about his mama. Yeah, yeah. He seemed to be really passionate, and and I guess he, he thought since we didn't fly him in mm-hmm. that he wasn't going to make the effort. Anyway, so we Nick and I saw this together on Friday morning, and I was I have to say I was confused because I had heard about it, but I was expecting I knew the cast. Yeah, but I was expecting Andrew Dieboff to be in it too. The Irishman? The Irishman. The Irishman. That's my big joke. <laughs> you didn't let me get it. Yeah. You should have let me get there. Yeah. I would have been like, because I... Anyway, but uh, yeah, it... Uh, the sound that you would have heard across Hollywood was software developers quitting their jobs. <laughs> to de-age Devoff? I am not de-aging Devoff. Fuck you. <laughs> you don't need to. Is it because he looks great? He just wishes himself young. Oh yeah, we all we all do. Um, <clears throat> Scorsese today came out with a, an opinion article. He doubled, tripled down on his Marvel hate. Okay. He uh, he kind of explained why he thinks the Marvel movies aren't cinema. I guess okay. he expects his opinion column to be the to the final word on that. Yeah. Have you well have you been on the internet before? <laughs> but I think he. I mean, I read, I skimmed it. I started to skim it, but it it's mostly him talking about you know he he's just not going to like those kind of movies he just that's not what he likes you know but he also takes some shots at them it doesn't matter but yeah. you know i tend to i love those movies i tend to agree with scorsese anyway just because yeah. he's he's the man you know what if we found out that the reason he's doing all this is because he was really into terrence howard as roadie and he's just he doesn't yeah. have to lash out yeah yeah 
What or, maybe, he, or maybe Banner is like not like he, he wore a not my Hulk shirt when Norton got hired. Yeah, he is. Uh, I mean, do you think that he's he's given? What What do you think he saw that that, that he's like? It's not for me. He probably what, what saw. What movie did he go? He see? probably saw the the, uh, the trade magazines going haywire over Avengers Endgame's box office or something. Yeah. Well, his point too in that article was there's not a lot of room in the theaters anymore for other types of films because they're mass marketing these I'm going to give Martin Scorsese a truth bomb. Uh-huh. Thank God for those big films because there would be no theaters if it weren't for them. Yeah. That uh, ship took a secret sale. And, uh, you know, he was saying if you give people what they want, over, you know, what they want, they're just going to keep wanting what you give them, you know. He, he had all these. He had, it's a big article. Um, and he's not wrong, mm-hmm. but the, the reality of it is is he isn't. This is where it was trending since '76. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of, you know. But the thing is, he's saying all this as he mm-hmm. has found a way to constantly release films, a lot of them very uncommercial films, his way. So I mean, the Netflix thing—he got more money than he's had in a long time, if ever. Yeah, he was it, able to indulge. He, he made a great movie. He sometimes describes that as the a deal with the devil a little bit because, you know, they. He, he loves Netflix for giving him the money to make the movie how he wanted to make it. You know, they gave him 150 million, but he didn't get it to have the theatrical experience, which that's he loves that part of it. I mean, he did. He, they did give him a, a brief. It's not. You know, he he said he said he wishes it would be played uh, in more theaters. I wonder how but, he's going to feel when more people see The Irishman than have seen any of his other films. But combined. I don't know. I mean, I think that, including fucking Hugo. Yeah. You want to complain about cinema and then you make Hugo. I didn't see Hugo. He needs to stick it, stick it up. You didn't like Hugo. I hated Hugo. I read, I read the graphic novel. That's everybody can read. It's did not, you, did it's you see that? Special. Did you see that? No. Did you peep it? It was called Hugo Cabret. It was, yeah. yeah. The something something of Hugo Cabret. Yeah. It was like more than yeah, that. Yeah, the apprenticeship of Duddy Cabret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, let's uh, start talking about the let's cast. Do the work. Let's start the pl- doing the work. Let's, let's get into this movie. This is why people come into the show. Mm-hmm. So would you? Why don't you kick us off here with the cast? Yeah, the I don't think people f- really know who's in this. Uh, all right. So, Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> yes. Sebastian Manikowsko. Mm-hmm. Comedian. Yes. Um, Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin. She of controversial dialogue. You got... Who else? Anybody else in it? Um, Dominic Labradarzo. Apparently he hit the cutting room floor. I don't. I don't remember seeing him in this. Yeah, there's a lot of greats in here. You got oh De Niro, De Niro, uh, Pesh, Joe Pesh, Al Pacino, Harvey Keitel. Keitel shows up a little bit. He has a couple of looks. He's sitting in a re- he's sitting in a bar like a restaurant booth most and there's of the a time. F- there's a few people that show Ray Romano. There's a few guys that show up later on too. That made me happy. Yeah, Ray oh, Romano's in there. You got Jesse Plemons. my boy, my Plem. Mm-hmm. Plem's in there. Yeah, got my Plem in there. Uh, that's about oh, a, uh, that's about it, right? There's more. There's a lot more, but anybody great? Oh, the girl who played the. It was cool to see the girl who oh, played Ma- the babysitter. Mar- Malin Ack. Malin. No. Marin. There's his other his other. Uh, De Niro's other daughter that he goes to at the end. She's a good actress. I don't even know what what you're making of this. Marin something. But uh, good. It was cool to see the babysitter from Goodfellas. Oh, she was really? as his wife. Whose wife? De Niro? Uh, no, the blonde. Maybe it is De Niro's. Wait, De Niro's. He has two wives in this. Yeah, yeah. 
The blondie. Who's the blonde? What are you talking There's about? Somebody has a blonde wife, and she's that's a, that's a baby. You're story. not allowed to spoil. I think it might be Pesci's nightmare. Oh, is she, well, they were both in the back of that car. Yeah, I think it's Pesci's nightmare. Okay, yeah, that's the babysitter who was uh, doing the coke with uh, and delivering shit for uh, Henry Hill and Goodfellas. You forgot about um, Stephen Graham. Uh, he's he actually re- has a he's big really, part. He's really good in it. Yeah. That guy is the go-to gangster guy now, and he was. What else has he been in? He's recently? in the Guy Ritchie stuff, but he was Al Capone on Boardwalk or something, and he was in something else somewhat recently. I saw him, and he does. He's kind of one of those jack of all trade things now, right? After we all thought he was going to be a megastar. Hello. I'm looking for this woman's name. Her her name's Marin something, but it doesn't matter. Go ahead. Um, Who's the, the first wife? Because that girl looked familiar. There's too much cast. I'm looking. I'm flipping through this movie. There's just too much cast. It's too much. So there's three and a half hours worth of cast. They got like uh, um, Kelly Ray O'Donnell as the ice cream shop staff. Billy Smith, FBI agent one. I mean, I can go on. Um, Nobody pops a bone. Nobody. Matt, Matthew Icona, Icono. He, he's a kid that he played a bowler. Okay, can you? There's got to be some names that pop out. I mean, the only one that... There's a character that is in it quite a bit. I didn't know this guy's name. He plays um, uh, a gangster, like a, a hitman. Remember, he he's introduced, like, choking out somebody in a car. Yeah. He plays a character named Sally Bugs. And his, oh, yeah, that's I love that actor. Yeah, Lewis Cancel Me. Yeah, I love that guy. He's in a lot of stuff. He's um, C-A-N-C-E-L-M-I. Yeah, he's, I used to get him mixed up with the guy that's in the Ant-Man films. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and uh, that guy's kind of big. I can't remember his name. He's got an interesting name. Yeah. Oh, and Jim Norton shows up. Briefly. As Don Rickles. Uh, and he's great as he does Don it, Rickles. He's funny. It's funny to see. It's obvious, It's funny to see because Jim Norton is such an identifiable voice. He looks like Rickles in the scenes. I did not recognize him. Yeah. You, you got excited. I had to ask you who he was. Well, I listened I listen to his stuff a lot. So, so he's been talking about being in this movie for No, I don't, I don't know that. Okay. I mean, he's he's saying, be like, his voice is so sick. It's, you know, he doesn't to... act a lot, does he, Jim Norton? No, yeah. no, fuck no. I mean, he was just—he just did Motherless Brooklyn, but that's about it. Different guy. All right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this—it's a story of a, of a gentleman played by Robert De Niro who uh, is uh, a union man who's—he's work, he's a hard worker. Frank Frank Sheehan or something. Yeah, uh, he—he's uh, a hard worker, and he—he uh, he becomes acquainted with one. Uh, Joe Pesci. Right. They have like a, a meet cute at a gas station. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the family? R- Ruggy, uh, his family. Pesci? Yeah. The family that they're in. It's a famous one. The Rufo something? Ruffalato or Buffalato? Russell okay. Buffalato or something like that? Buffalino's the lawyer. Buffalino. Something with That's the same last name. That's it. Buffalino. That's his last name. Oh, okay. They're relatives, remember. So yeah, he, he, he kind of gets ingratiated into the mob culture at a higher level there, uh, which eventually leads him into the direct crosshairs of one Jimmy Hoffa, who becomes his partner, his buddy. Yeah. His confidant. He, he he kind of works for... Uh, he works for Hoffa. He, 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 Hoffa needs some protection, and he ends up he ends up becoming his, like, almost right-hand man, I guess, and, and his friend. I mean, yeah. they become friends, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, it's a... How much did you know about Hoffa before you watched this? A lot or none? I read the book, 
And I saw the amazing, uh, you know, uh, DeVito film. And uh, Hoffa was good, actually. I didn't hate that movie. Nicholson? Nicholson, yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize, I don't know if it's true what they say in the movie about how he was as big as Elvis or whatever. I guess there could be some truth to that. I think think he was, I mean, super famous. Yeah. Um, But I like how they acknowledge, like, you know, maybe... De Niro's like maybe you, he you know you you might know him because you know that he's like his body, you heard his body was buried in on, uh, on Shea Stadium. Do they say that? He says that he like he says Giant Stadium or something. But he's like you. That's only he's like if you even know him, that's all you know about him. It's true, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Steve Zalian wrote the script. Yep. Um, he's uh, best known for searching for Bobby Fischer. He also wrote Schindler's List. Um. <laughs> uh, a, pr- a prolific writer in Hollywood or just a good one? I think he's prolific. Yeah. Shit, man. His name is... He's one of those guys that gets their name in a commercial. You yeah. know? Steve's Allen. He's like a William Monaghan type of... I mean, this is a... this. I think this is an excellent an excellent movie and kind of a movie... Like, you certainly don't see this kind of a movie anymore. In a, it's just like an epic... You see people trying to make an these An epic movies. sad. You just don't see that You see much. people trying to do yeah. this. You're right. And you know it's 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 funny because this is a movie about getting old and being old. Yeah. And Scorsese is certainly not young. He's super old. Yeah. A lot of people felt that Hustlers was emulating his style quite a bit. I, I saw some of that. I didn't get a ton of it. That Hustlers was emulating Scorsese's Scorsese. style. Yeah. You liked that movie, though. I did. I did like it. I was I was astounded by how good Jennifer Lopez was in it. Yeah, and that and the girl, the uh, mm-hmm. from uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, the Asian girl. I don't know her name. Constance Wu. Yep. Yeah. I didn't see it. I'd like to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I watched I watched uh, Mission Impossible two on repeat. When? What? Recently. You did it for sure for mm-hmm. real. Yeah. Why on repeat? What are you talking Constant about? Constant Wu. It was just amazing. <laughs> Amazing! Like how I can't get it. <laughs> so dumb. Speaking of old, um, yeah, it is about it is about aging, and it's and it's funny because one of the caveats that Scorsese was using in promotion for the film early, early on, mm-hmm. he was preparing people to not expect Goodfellas or Casino. Right. Uh, his style has evolved. He was going for a different thing, but it does feel like those movies in a good way. It does it. I think it does intentionally at first. I think they even opened the movie with. A kind of a wind through like Goodfellas, you know. It, but it's you a bad. That? It's a bad handheld shot in a in an old folks' home. Yeah, it's well. That's what I'm saying. It's a, he's he's like almost making fun of himself because it. And Goodfellas has that famous tour. Yeah, yeah, the tour through the Copacabana and naming all the gangsters and it's humorous. And this are doing that kind of thing through an old folks' home. Well, he doesn't name the gangsters. He doesn't name scene. the the people, he but made, it is no. But in the in Goodfellas, that's a different scene. Please don't lie to our audience. Oh, is it? They don't. I thought they in the, when they when he was winding through. I thought they named the folks and I all thought, of them. I thought they just named a lot of the people. In they that don't show. name every single person in the whole place. No, but they you know this is to Timmy Two Fingers, all that stuff. Rug bat, rug But I mean, they, I mean, intentionally uh, reminiscent of of that of that shot, making fun of himself. It's I a think. really bad handheld shot. Bad. Uh, very shaky. Bad framing from time to time. I was surprised. I thought it, it must have been intentionally satirical yeah. or whatever, because it's awful. It's a very bad shot. Jesus. I was I was watching. I'm like, is this Corsair? Are we? Are they? Are they joking? Yeah. Is a Kevin Kevin Sandler film? 
Um, but it does, it does echo. First of all, the use of voiceover obviously is a trademark of his. But there are little, little signature like, kind of, um, just delicious little tone, you know, Von Mott's. Is that you said? <laughs> little touch tones. The little, little de- delectables. Tones, little teltans. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 are so Scorsese. Oh yeah. And Shoemaker. I mean, obviously, you can't talk about him without talking about her. She is equal partner. Joel. <laughs> yes. She looks like a Joel. But honestly, Talking her about Thelma. Yeah, her, her. If if she died today, he should never make another movie. Because she is as important to his works as he is. And there's a few moments in this movie where she saves his ass. Because uh, uh, just little things that give you the there's. I think his big one of his biggest skills as a filmmaker mm. is his ability to communicate with the smallest, weirdest little things. Right. Okay. I mean, there's m- millions of them in Goodfellas. There's like a throwaway shot of of Lorraine Bracco throwing the gun in her pants in her in her drawers. The way that yeah they yeah sh- yeah quick shot yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like man you just accomplish a whole lot with with very little. There's a scene in this where there's a shot of somebody signing their name mm-hmm. and it cuts away halfway through, and it just felt so. I don't know. It's hard to explain why that connected with me. But that's one of the things that they do together. It's because he doesn't. He because you don't really see a lot of filmmakers do it. Well, he lets he let he trusts his audience to put two and two together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people stay too long. Yeah, and he doesn't. Even a movie that's three and a half hours long, he doesn't linger. He well, never lingers. This is cracks me up as I read trivia about this movie, and they said, you know, how they're always talking about the original cut. They said they're like Scorsese's original cut of this movie was four hours. I was like. Okay, so they didn't cut that much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, usually you know, most it's of the like time three you, times, yeah. Yeah, you hear it, and it's always like, he turned in a six-hour cut, and the movie's like two hours yeah. or something. You're like, what's missing? Um, but, yeah, they this movie is very long, um, and I had to get back to work, so that was stressful for me. But it does not feel that long. It no. feels long, but it doesn't feel it, three and a half hours long. It doesn't feel long to the point where I ever wanted it to end or I ever was, like, wondering. And, it, and at the end, it turns into... There's like a different thing that's happening at the end. Um, that is, I think that, I think that you talk about like this looming kind of thread, dread that's happening. Yeah, and it's it's almost like all the <laughs> everything's come to roost in a very yeah. uh, sad way. Well, and, and you know, and 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 it's also about someone who's outlived everybody. You know, he's outlived everything. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting part of the story. And, and I think that's a what a lot of people are going to be talking about this movie. Uh, you know, they're going to be talking about everything, but the ending, I think, especially people will talk about. I think they're going to be surprised that Jimmy Hoffa outlived everybody. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite in the movie? It's Pesci. He is so f- just fucking good in this movie. He is effortless in this movie. And the funny thing is, is it's very easy to sum him up as an actor, uh-huh. as a guy who is over the top. You like Leo Getz and The Public Eye and all those, My Cousin Vinny right. and all that shit. And even Goodfellas, it's a showy role. He won the Oscar for it, mm-hmm. and I get it. But the grace and the and and the patience and his ability to do subtle work in this blow, blew me away. Well, his when you really stop to think about his character, because he's in it. I mean, De Niro's by far in it. You know, and and, and at the most, I mean, him know, and Dominic Lombardo's so. and. Uh, Al Pacino is in a lot of it, so Pesci. Al Pacino is not in a lot of it. He's he's not in the first like forty five minutes. Yeah, he doesn't later. show up till later, but he 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 kind of. He's dominates. not in the last parts of the film either. <laughs> but Pesci, his 
his role is he's very it's like he's just very everything everything about him is sad in this and he it's just like his life is um controlled he says something at the end that just destroys you you know like when he he's regretting something that happened and then he says then he says uh um but i say you know he's like i, I won't talk about it right now but he he says something at the end to de niro that is just it's like the saddest moment in the movie i think but anyway pacino is also he's so over the top in this but he's he's great either and, but the thing is it comes off that way early on because the first scene is him going full on yeah i mean performing he, for, he's larger than life so is jimmy performing Hoffa, for right? people yeah. right but the thing is is either either you get you kind of get on board with him as the movie goes or or the or the performance evolves because I didn't feel like there was one moment that was arch at well, all after that first scene. No, and he he's cute. He's cute in this. Like his character is cute. Like the way he gets riled up by the crown, he's like dancing. I mean, he's yeah. just he's got all these he's got all this energy and he's like uh you know, he you know, whereas Pesci like you said is he's just very like uh steady and controlled and just doesn't have a lot of emotion in this. Um Pacino is just he's just being do you think he's stubborn at the end? He's cute. Yeah I, think he's, yeah, I think a little bit. Okay. I think he's, think he's making all the right, wrong moves at the end. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... And De Niro is the glue. Like, he, he, he's, he's given the task of carrying the whole film, mm-hmm. and he doesn't have a lot of big moments necessarily right. as an actor, mm-hmm. but he's steady as hell, and it's fun to, to see him interact with these wide variety of people because he's, he's sort of the... He's there to check people. He's sort of he's there to keep Jimmy Hoffa from getting in his own way, mm-hmm. and and everybody likes his character. Everybody likes him, so he's sort of the the conduit, the that puts like Jimmy Hoffa in 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 in, in situations uh, where yeah. he where he has the benefit of the doubt until his mouth gets him in trouble. Well, he's the ultimate. He does what he does what's necessary at all times, you know, and it, without question, almost. I mean, he. That starts to crack a little bit at the end. He still he still does it though. So I don't know. Um, I wish I could sound smart when I'm talking about this. That'd be good. Nobody wants smart. I need debuff. I need anybody D-buff. that comes to this show for smart is jacked out. I need debuff in front of me. I wish I wish it. Well, that's why we excel master. doing the Beast Within on here. Beast like that's our wheelhouse. Is like the Blob, the Beast Within, you know, subspecies mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's Head of the family. Similar. And that, that's one thing I'll say. We I talked about Scorsese writing that article or the opinion piece today. Scorsese's got weird taste in movies. It's, it's not like he doesn't like a, a crazy movie. Like he he did. But he's got he, eclectic taste. Did you ever watch that that film he made? Like I forgot what it was called. Like it was right around the time that Raging Bull DVD was sort of in its its golden era. You're talking about Scorsese mm. making a film. No, it was a box set that came out, and there was a film. It's not called like a Life in Pictures or something, like that, but it's him. It's like but shorts. It's him recommending all these old films. Like oh, like yeah, Night yeah. in Kiberia and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it showed, it's so weird because why he's great mm-hmm. is because all these disparate sources he finds his inspirations from, things that we would never watch on their own, mm-hmm. that the, he takes this from this and this from this, and then right. it turns, just like Guillermo, actually, they, they have distilled a lot of stuff that is kind of obtuse on its own and made it palatable for us. That's uh, he's He is weird. But he, you can't say he hasn't done his homework. Well, it's not like a guy like you know, I think you hear him talk about you know. And Guys, hot take: he's talented. <laughs> but I mean, he he. I remember he his top ten lists are like Tarantino in a way, where Tarantino will have like 
I mean, Tarantino obviously is going to have a crazy top ten list for the year, right? But Scorsese, it's not like he's not mixing it up either. You know, he's probably putting... You the only like, difference is, is Scorsese doesn't care how it looks. Tarantino, <laughs> it's very orchestrated what I don't know what I, feeds his brain maybe. bullshit. There's no way Scorsese would just list them from row like from memory and just to one two th- one through ten without thinking about how cool it Did makes. Did you hear look. what he's putting up top this Ant-Man year? Ant Man versus the Wasp. He put he his one of his favorite movies, if not his favorite movie of the year so far, is The Crawl. It's not a joke. That's awesome. And he said that that we did a great podcast on it. Oh, okay, now you're lying. Um, Did he really like it? Yep. That's cool. He says he thinks it's his favorite movie of the year so far, uh, besides his own, I'm sure. And he said, by the way, I've seen no films this year, including The Crawl. And he said, uh, he said it starred, he started, it starred the legend Barry Pepper. <laughs> and he said, uh, I plan on watching that Poseidon. He said it's got the new uh, Janet Lee in the shower. Like, <laughs> He's like, like I, I, I didn't know about this film from the trades. I saw it on WikiFeed. <laughs> Is there a wiki feet shot in this? I think there's some De Niro feet in this a little bit. I, the first shot in uh, Terminator has got an awful foot in it. Was it? Yeah, I forgot to mention that in the podcast. There's an awful foot early on in that one. I forgot. I forgot to bring back. I forgot that I used to bring up wiki feet a lot. I need to, to, I need to get back on that. Yeah, people have been clamoring. I know. If you, if you scroll through the comments, uh, is it called scrolling if you don't move the mouse? <laughs> we scroll. <laughs> Refresh, so refresh. So does Gandalf. Um, <laughs> so, uh, like I said, I, I think Pac- I think I have a pretty smart take. I think Pacino is very cute in this. <laughs> I like <laughs> I when he's dancing. I like when he's dancing to the crowd. Like he's there's some weird body language there, stuff that he does. It is very special. He's just, cute's not the word I'd use, but it's kind of he's kind of bopping through. I the tell movie. you what, though, I I. I, I, I fell in love with him again, Pacino. He's, and when he there was a video on Instagram today I saw it. of Stallone. Yeah, and, and on Lundgren and Pacino. And I, there. I was so happy. Pacino was hanging out with those guys. Yeah, yeah. he looked. You got you got Brian Callen, you got Stallone and Lundgren, and then fucking pa- Pacino. Pacino over off to the side. And then I saw his hair, his beard style, and I was like, maybe I don't like him anymore. They didn't de-age him for that <laughs> Instagram video. He looks like Richard Lewis a little bit. <laughs> he does. Um. He he's bopping through this movie. Yeah, his character is. That's one thing ab- about him is that he you cannot change his mind. Like he that De Niro tries to oh my god warn him that it is coming, and he just basically says that he's like it's coming. Yeah, you know, your death is on its way, <laughs> and he and he is so mystified that they would even consider hurting him. Yeah, and he will not back down he won't and it's just it's just so frustrating to see someone that stubborn and uh uh you know but he yeah he's i i obviously everybody those top those three characters uh, those three actors are gonna get nominated for sure for this movie you don't think so somebody's gonna get shafted kaitel (laughs) kaitel is not in this movie he's barely in it he's he's in it enough to where people know it's kaitel and they're astounded that he's in the movie. It's like, holy shit, they really brought all the big... And let's give some love to Ray Romano, because he's quite good in it. He's always... He's usually good now. I mean, he always was just... He was like a funny guy. I like, You know how much I love the show. Everybody loves Raymond. I do love it. Mm-hmm. But he's been... He's a, he's a good dramatic actor. Um, I, it sucks that they made that show. What show? Everybody Loves Raymond. Not for him. It sucks. Because you wish you used to know about it? No, I wish they would have... Because there was... They were trying to do a show like that with the same title, 
and they got canceled because of that shit. What show? It's that one with Raymond Cruz. It's, it's, it's him. <laughs> it's him reading, doing line readings from Clear and Present Danger. <laughs> um, Town's brother. Yes. So he's in that show, which you don't watch. Get Shorty. Where he's very good on that show. You should. You should watch that show. No, I'm not going to. I don't like the other guy. Dowd. Why? He's so good. I love him. I don't know why you don't like him. I think he he he, he had a lot of hype, and Bro. then he seems like vaporware to me. He's. I mean, great. You. I. You think you'd like his character and get shorty at least. I don't know. I. I, I watched two seasons of that. <sighs> That's scary. worth watching. Yeah. Um, that woman from Billions is on it. Which one? She plays one of the. Um, you know, she's one of the guys that that works for. Uh, if it's not Maggie Siff. I'm not interested. You know, it's it's the she showed up in like the second or third season. She works at I can't remember that girl name. that's kind of like a Latin curly hair. Yeah, no, I don't need her yeah, at all. Okay, I I I like the film. I don't want to ever see it again. What film? Get Shorty. Oh, so there's no fucking way I want to watch a TV show on. Um, it. I'll watch Sneaky Pete before I watch that puss. <laughs> anyway, do you think they DH kind of all in this? That he say his name. Bobby, Bobby Cannavale. That guy, man. He's he, a motherless Brooklyn as well. Scorsese loves him. Yeah, and I don't get it. What don't you like about him? I thought he had some good, nice little... T- he had nice I little forgot. What does he play in this, this one? He just plays a... I, I don't really even know. He just plays I don't a, remember him in this movie. He's in it. Yeah, but I don't remember who, which one he is. I know in Motherless, he was a guy who was obviously not a good guy. He just played like a guy that, you know, hung out, was probably in crime... Okay. Did, yeah, maybe that's right. I can't remember that, what he did. He's all right. To me, he always he, he he's he's got he's like a Chaz Palminteri like like a better looking Chaz Palminteri, mm-hmm. which is not hard to do. Well, Scorsese liked him. He's the lead in Vinyl. Which yeah, was, yeah, and that's the main reason I, that show did not work for me because I thought he was ass shit. Wasn't Ray Romano in that too? He was. And then you know, obviously he was on Boardwalk, right? Yeah, yeah. He's big on that. Yeah. You you like that show? I did, despite despite. Got a Steve good Richard. last name. That's a good. That's a that's a kind of. How you say is it Cannavale or Cannaval? I mean, it depends on how pretentious you want to be. Cannaval. I don't. know. How do you say it? You always. You can always say. Cannaval is what I would do. The yeah. Americanized pronunciation. Okay. But if you're in New York, you got to you have to fancy it up. First saw him in the Station Agent. If that's right, great movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's not the he's not the shortest person in that film. He is uh Who's the love interest? He's Rose Byrne's husband. But who's the love interest in station? We'll zoom agent? in here, huh? Who's the station agent love? Who's the girl? Somebody great. I'm not sure. Too long ago. Missy Pyle? What do you mean too long ago? Station agent. Anyway. I like that movie. Interviewed Dinklage for that movie. You did? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of his big his I don't know if his first leading role, but it was a big one for him. It was a big um, I love him. He should have been in this. They should. Have, they could have de-aged him. What? Um. Okay. So yeah, we zoomed in a good bit. We really got into the little moments. We're crushing this one. Yeah. It's hard to talk about it because it's great. It's too good. And so you know, uh, I need so let's to talk see about, it again. Let's, let's talk about the. Uh, there's there's a few interesting things that are consistent throughout the film. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have brought attention to the fact that the women characters are underused. And I think that's probably part and parcel with that lifestyle. 
I mean, in if you look at in Goodfellas uh, and Casino, Casino the the the, lead, the female lead is a tragic character and uh, a, a rotten person, mm-hmm. and Lorraine Bracco in Goodfellas is she's a strong woman uh, and she gets some great moments, but ultimately she falls. Basically, she becomes a a victim of, of his lifestyle. This is a I think this is a rare Scorsese film that doesn't have a uh, a female lead. What? Uh, this is a joke. Uh, Does he ever? Yeah, Jessica Lange killed it in Cape Fear. Uh. <laughs> so I'm just saying that was I was going to ask you what female roles that that there was a the the one character that that you know De Niro's daughter played later by Anna Paquin but also a child actress um I like that kid yeah you know she's there to represent the collateral damage and she's also of De Niro's they, life there was an intentional element of her watching she of was course. a watcher yeah of course she saw everything yeah she saw through she saw the the havoc being yeah wrought and uh she sees through Pesci's character who's this charmer and who everybody pretty much likes. She likes Hoffa. She, she likes Jimmy Hoffa, but she does not like Pesci, and he knows. Yeah, and he's sad about it. There's some funny scenes though with that. Yeah, he tries to win her over. It doesn't work. Mm-mm. She. Uh, this is the best Anna Paquin's looked on a film to me. Oh, well, she's always pretty. I think. Are you talking about? Are you talking about looks alone? Period. Because she's also a great actress. I think. Uh, she's a great actress. Great, mm. and she's she kind of made some bad choices along the way but I mean True Blood I didn't watch that but I thought I never found her to be that attractive at all she got that David Letterman gap you know what I'm saying tooth okay I was thinking of something else (laughs) she does though she has a she's she's one of those people that never corrected her um, her uh, the gap in her tooth which I'm all for Carly Simon Carly Simon got that gap Lauren Hutton yeah Lauren who else? There's a couple. Letterman had it. Yeah. I like that. I like the... Because, you know, two Shane people, McGowan. Well, gaps. <laughs> I think he got that corrected, though. No way. He got a set of no, fake chompers. Oh. Anyway, but, you know, Paquin, she's got to... How old do you think she is now? She's got to be... I'll say 32. She's probably older than that, I'd say. Hmm. But, you know, I think a great actress that... She's usually on TV, I guess, these days, right? Is that where she... Yeah. She's in one... She's in some of my favorite movies, though. Oh, really? 25th Hour? Yeah, 25th Hour. Nightbreed. She had the dreadlocks. <laughs> uh, I don't... You know... Oh, it's Pelican. I know what you're talking Shit. about. Shit. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she... there. Other than her, though, I mean, you know, the... It, the, there's really no female characters in this, and you're saying was, it's because of the life, I guess. I think I think it's I think was Pelican in the piano or was it her? She got she won an Oscar for the piano. Yeah, believe it or did not. Did Adrian Brony win one for the pianist? I think he did. Maybe. So then he's, obviously, this is the shortcut to fame. He um. So Justin, I'm going to write a script for us called the Casio SK1. I like the fact I like the that that uh, Adrian Brody's killing it career wise. Yeah, he is killing it. Yeah. Um he is he in is he in he is in movies. He's in Wes Anderson stuff. 
about 10 to 12 years ago, maybe. He's in everything he does, every single film. What was it? When? He's great in ten uh, uh, Royal uh, uh, what's a Budapest? He's great in that. What's he play? He punches. He gets it. He punches. He's in it a little bit. He drops an f bomb. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's in it quickly. He's funny. Is he in? Uh, he kills. Isle of, he kills Goldblum. Yeah, that's right. He's he one of the voices in Isle of Dogs. I'm sure. He kills Goldblum. He does, but he just doesn't seem to be in a lot of stuff. Do you think he's? You think he's got a little Crusoe in him on no, set? No, I think he's just rolling heard, in that Predator money. I heard that, uh, what's that guy, what's Totoro's, Nicholas Totoro? His brother? His brother. That piece of shit? He was praising Crusoe. I watched this thing on YouTube there asking, this guy asked him about uh, NYPD Blue because Crusoe, that's when, and he's like, how insane was Crusoe on that show? And Nicholas Totoro is saying how great he was. Yeah, but then again, I just saw a photo, of, a paparazzi photo of him. Yeah. On a street corner, he had a sign that said, we'll praise for food. <laughs> but he was just saying that he was, they, you know, he, they always got along. He was he was just complimenting him. Who was, I, who, I was happy that not only you and I are loving Caruso lately, also Nicholas Turturro. Yeah, which makes me like Caruso less. The Holy Trinity. It makes you like him less. Did you see the trailer for Turturro's uh, Big Lebowski movie? I did. It looks good. It does look good. I don't know why. I mean, it was in a different language. But... Uh, it's never coming out, it seems. It, yeah. Well, n- now I know it really exists because I've seen the trailer. I think they shot it like three it's, years yeah, ago yeah. or more. Well, they needed time to edit it. But, yeah, he the director's cut of that was an hour and 45. This movie is budgeted at like $150 million. Yeah. Well, you, that first shot, that Steadicam shot. Do you? Does it look like a movie that costs $150 million to make? Like, how? where did that money go? Was it the de-aging? I think it was to lure people into making the film. Do you think they spent $149 million on de-aging and then $1 million on the rest? No. I mean, film, were, beautiful, and they recreated the era, too. I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but they recreated some old old vistas. I know. It was great to see the 1990s again. <laughs> I don't care what they spend on it. Mm-hmm. I don't, don't care. Huh? I don't care. I don't care about what they spend. Well, I do. It, to me, it's a sales pitch, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people fault athletes for getting paid what they get paid. Somebody said yes. They they asked for an exorbitant amount and they got it. Good on them. So it, if you get me, 150 to make the Irishman, if that's what it costs for him to sell his soul, we benefit. Here's the thing about that movie. This movie, and this isn't. It's his testament to Scorsese. I think. Yeah. This looks like a 151 million dollar film to me. <laughs> you calling it? You know, and that's just like he squeezed an extra million out of that. Yeah. Just, um, do you think they de-aged Paquin and then it, that she was the, the the child actress that I? Oh, that'd be badass. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't two actors. If you or thought, I think it'd be funny if like you get to see him ejaculate and they de-aged her for the ejaculate. <laughs> I just like the maybe it would be great if you could see him ejaculate and just put a period after that. I don't need anything to follow. <laughs> you think that was the other half hour that it that's cut out? It, that's what it took to get Pesci out of retirement. Was De Niro coming? <laughs> Too many shots. Netflix like, hey, um, this is this is. I think this is an amazing film. Mm-hmm. But if you maybe I don't want to suggest to the master that maybe cut off. Uh, all the cum shots. Yeah. Uh, cut out all the cum shots of uh, De Niro whipping it out. Well, that's w- well. the original title was I Heard You Paint Houses <laughs> with cum. 
So there's a little bit of a, a fight. We got a little bit of a situation. A little, not since "Live Die Repeat: Edge of Tomorrow" has a movie had two titles. This one has two titles, and the, they and cannot the decide the, the credits of the movie. They can't get it. It says, "I heard you paint houses." So it says the Irishman. And then in the in the opening credits, then it goes, I heard you paint houses. In like five different, I heard you paint houses. And then at the end, it says the Irishman. And then they double down. They, 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 give, they come back with, I heard you paint houses. And apparently, it must be that maybe Scorsese and De Niro, I think, I know De Niro liked that title. But maybe they just, I don't, why did they, why didn't they just not name it? I heard you it's paint houses. It's not a great title. It's uh, it's confusing, maybe. And plus, they don't re- they don't really go into a, as much detail in the film as they do in the book, because that's obviously a big term for a hitman. Yeah, and they say it briefly in the film, but it, they don't dwell on it. And you know what? I one thing I liked about this movie is, uh, you know, De Niro really plays the, the Irish out of it. He seems so Irish in this. Yeah, everybody calls him Irish. Yeah, why? <laughs> <laughs> Was he wearing like a Lucky Clover shirt or something? I mean, what at what point would they just call so people start calling? The funny him thing Irish. Is, is he played an Irishman in Goodfellas too. Yeah, he did. Jimmy Conway. Could I he guess, look? I less guess it's because of his last name. His last Actually, name. De Niro has some Irish in him. Does he? Yeah, but it's just like there's he doesn't do anything. He doesn't have. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think it'd be weird if if he did. It'd be great if he did because most people aren't what their names say they are their heritage says here yeah. I mean if that was the case I'd be like fucking throwing pepperonis around the room while we're talking and shit you know I don't even know what shit you are I got a little Italian in there oh you yeah fuck you fucked up it's a huge mistake my grandpa my, my, on my mom's side my mom's last name is Fiorelli that's super that's super that's great. Italian bro very greasy don't try to nunziata over that no I'm not proud of it it's dog shit People that over that over overdose on their on their fake heritage, mm-hmm. like my relatives in New York, are like super, like living with their parents till they're like forty, and you know, doing, you know, my pop, yo, you fucking, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, just be a person. Heard you paint houses. They should have done triple. What could have been the third title? So we have the Irishman. Mm-hmm. We have. I heard you paint houses. The funny thing is, neither is good. Yeah, they're not great I mean, titles. The, 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 the hook of this thing is Jimmy Hoffa. Mm-hmm. The man who killed Hoffa. Something like that. That's where you want to kick some tits. You know? That could have been the third one. Yeah, or like, uh, you know. Make it mysterious. No smoking know? in the car. Yeah. Call it that, you know. Like, uh, or um, what about like... Uh, just make it like confusingly mysterious. Like yeah. Like the yeah. deepest the deepest star. Nice. You know? Or like uh the glyph. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> I like how 
how great Pesci is. Like when they, you know, this this movie is like takes place in all these different time periods, and there's a there's a long car ride that De Niro and Pesci go on when they're when they're old old in real time. (laughs) It feels like it feels like a hellish road trip that you know you're just going with you know it's De Niro and. Yeah, their wives are in the back. De Niro, and Pe- De Niro's driving Pesci in the passenger seat, who's older than everybody. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's older than like he's got twenty years on De Niro, it seems. And uh, it's just this long car trip with uh, with all these <laughs> like they're they're going to they they could go like it's like a it's like a six hour car ride, but mm-hmm. they <laughs> they go to all these you different the, spots to yeah. commit crime, like they to to to, to pick up money. And it's just like this very circuitous route, which is which is hilarious. It's so funny the pre-map quest of it's it great. all. Yeah, the, and yeah, busting out road maps and the big takeaway from this film, uh-huh. the monk-like patience of Joe Pesci. That's what there. I'm saying. Is he he doesn't Do remember what ha- what he he's he sends De Niro on a plane trip. Yeah, and sits in the car. He does. Yeah, the entire time. Well, he's also very old. He's getting old, so yeah, they suggest he takes naps a lot. Yeah, but his fucking his bones get all creaky in there. He is in that car for like ten hours, just yeah, sitting yeah. there in a the parking. Sitting there waiting, um, but he also like his. He doesn't like when people smoke in the car. His wife is a chain smoker, so they have to keep stopping yeah. to let her smoke. And and uh, he just there's no bursts of violence. He never gets frustrated. I love it. He just it's so. He's always at the side of the road. That may be cuter than Pacino. Is those that little dynamic? There. Yeah, who's cuter? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, well, see, it's not, you can't say who's cuter. Mm-hmm. What's cuter? Hoffa, as portrayed by Pacino, or the or the, or the the road trip antics of De Niro, Pesci, and the ladies. Right. I mean, at one point in this movie, <clears throat> Pesci pours, like, that hotel cereal, like, the small box of cereal out for De Niro. Yeah. Like, they, he pours a... <laughs> You're zooming in. Like a like a what frosted flakes? He, he gives them a choice. Yeah, what was it? Do you remember? Uh, it was frosted flakes or something. Total. So it was total. <laughs> he springs total on him out of nowhere. There's got, a nice little actor moment too, where De Niro. I think De Niro adjusts pi- the bag a little bit after because it wasn't where he wanted it to be. Yeah, and I think he, I think De Niro picks total. He asked for total. Yeah. Like he's like. And so that there's that cute little moment where they're having they're sharing these small boxes of cereal, like yeah. whatever. Um, but then he asks, uh, he ends that cute moment by asking De Niro to go kill Jimmy Hoffa, who's his friend. <laughs> well, the funny thing is they use that they actually, if you look at their lips, their lips don't sync up with that scene mm-hmm. because uh, they used uh, they dropped dialogue in some ADR from an earlier scene when they're in the car because mm-hmm. you want to hear Farner or Toto, and he's like <laughs> Toto, and they just looped it. There isn't, you know, there. I kept waiting for uh, a Rolling Stone song to drop in this. Yeah, I thought need, some of the musical drop. choices weren't as good as I would expect. Well, there's, by the way, did you notice there's like constant like little music going on? I didn't. I yeah. never noticed that. Yeah, there is, there is little, there is an amazing amount of background music. And you, how's throughout. this? You think has the score been getting any praise for? I don't this? even know. If, I don't know. I don't think so. <sighs> I'm talking about the movie, the, the score with the De Niro and the Norton. Norton. Yeah, Brando. Does does Norton name drop people? <laughs> I did listen to his some of his interviews lately. Yeah, he's he, been very, he's been um, promoting his movie that did super well, right? It made a lot. Of it money. didn't do well, but I, I like it. It's I'd his, like to go see it. It's his yeah. live by night. <laughs> the only person that said it. It sort of is. It sort of is his live, but by better. Night. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't hate it by night, but it's 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 it feels a little like it to me. Yeah. I I kind of want to see Live by Night again. I think it's better than people give it. Also, credit. you're the only person that said that, <laughs> including Ben Affleck. <laughs> I think it, I actually think that might be a pretty good movie. Really? I think that might it's be got a one, good cast. I think it might. And that guy, there's that actor who I never who who had never really been used right is awesome in that film. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. He's he was he in Devil? No. You got to look up. Look it up. That guy Live is night. really. I never did see Live My Night. It's not bad. Like most of America. <laughs> it's one of those films that could use a director's cut because I think they fucked up the, the, the tone of that film through the cut. They cut out a lot of the prison stuff and they didn't even mm-hmm. film a lot of the prison stuff. But just follow up to Argo. It's a good movie. It's just mm-hmm. it's just disjointed. There's some really good stuff in it. Yeah. Um, you know, you'll know who I'm talking about. He's really good in that movie plays his buddy it's an actor that's that's oh, been Chris Messina Chris Messina Chris Messina, Messina. Yeah, he isn't is he a devil mm, maybe I can't remember he's really he's really good in that movie Chris Cal- uh, Titus Wel- Welvers in it. He's, he's got some good stuff good it's people Zoe Saldana yeah uh, Clark Gregg J.D. Evermore good Who, good what's, Anthony J- Michael what's J.D. Evermore he's in Rectify you ever seen oh that? yeah yeah, yeah. I like this show I liked the sister better yeah, she's all over the place, whatever her name is. Yeah. Uh, she, she had a terrible name on Rectified. Her name was like a Amantha. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. I never look at her the same way, though. I was on a golf trip, and I'm sitting at a table eating at a picnic table, and one of my golf, fellow golfers says, look at this, and it's it's a sex video of her that got leaked. Are you – what? Yeah. It's like her naked as hell doing things. A sex video. It's like – I guess it's from the fappening or something. What's that? You hear about that when all that shit leaked? Like Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, so she had like a private video that was leaked, and yeah. then you, your friend, just showed it. He showed it to me without to, without any preface, because we I was talking about that show, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Oh, you like that show? Look at her intimate." Yeah, I watched it for about an hour. <laughs> no, was, that, that was so weird because I didn't know she was a name. I thought she was like one of those people nobody knew about, and then he had it on fucking Connect. Hit on a blast. That's nice of him yeah. just to show it to you. Well, he lost his job, so it, it worked out. Um, he was hitting you with like the deep cuts off of that. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's weird though. That's it is how, a old weird... are, how old of a man was this guy? Just in his thirties, pushing porn into your. We'd never met before. I remember when I was a kid and I, I was like in middle school and I went over to his house and they th- they threw a penthouse at my face <laughs> and I was horrified. Wow, they must have been strong. <laughs> uh, I remember looking at the penthouse and thinking, um, I was like, "What are all? I don't. What are all these like bubbly things? I didn't understand what anything was. It was balls or something." <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, as a kid, penthouse was the real shenanigans, and Playboy was the, the amateur hour. Well, pen. I just. I mean, I had seen Playboy. Penthouse blew me away. I didn't understand yeah. what was happening. Yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, still don't necessarily, but uh, that was back when people had subscriptions. To do, do people still subscribe to? No. Well, Playboy is not new magazines? anymore, right? Didn't they kill the nudity? Did they bring it back? I oh, I don't remember. know. I can't remember. You know what's funny? I was I was I was very happy to hear that Larry Flint still walks among well, rolls among us. He's still alive, Brownwall. Brownwall, finally. Yeah. But Larry uh, Flint's still alive. He's still alive. Because I, I heard an interview with Woody Harrelson lately. That's where I heard it, too. Yeah. And he was he was talking about how he's such a good... They're still good friends. Yeah. Woody Harrelson seems to... 
he must be very likable because he seems to be friends with everybody he's ever worked with. Nice. It's a good brown wall. Yeah. Yeah, Woody Harrelson's amazing. It's so funny that one night recently, I out of nowhere, I went and watched his first few episodes of Cheers just to see. He's so funny on that show. Wow. This is the gift that keeps on giving. It's almost as long as the movie. This brown wall. Uh, thanks. It's that much. And what do you think about the? Um, what do you think about the? Um, it's not a very violent movie, The Irishman. No, but it has some has some smart old smart bursts of violence. There's some there's some rough stuff. Oh yeah, there's a couple. Uh, the thing, you know what? He's the way that he films that stuff is so. It's so technical and not and messy. It's not it's not sensationalized at all. People that um, hear you say it's not very violent it might be surprised when they go to see it and people get shot in the face a lot. <laughs> but you're right. It's not <laughs> not a ton. <laughs> it happens. Oh, um, it probably happens more than you think. I mean, there you're right though. It is it is uh, quick and quick and messy. Yeah, yeah. a lot of uh, kill shots. Like they don't, they make sure. How many no people do you think get killed on camera in this I don't film? Know. I, three, four. I can think of three right off the bat. And the movie starts off with one. That's four. I don't know who that okay. is. Maybe that's Hoffa that gets shot at the beginning because they they start the movie off with like a like a headshot, and you don't they don't you don't really know who I don't it is. That. It's like paint against the wall, so it's no. But I I don't know who that is. But it's yeah. There's more than there's more than four. I'd say. But still, and then the movie does a cute thing where, but it's at least I mean it does a forty-five minutes. It does a cute one murder for every forty-five minutes screen time. It does a a a cute thing where it'll have a lot of characters in a scene, and then Scorsese will identify a character by like subtitle and talk about who it is and when they die. Yeah, yeah. And there there's a that he plays it for laughs a couple times. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Um, And it and it's like especially be. It works because um, the movie really concentrates on these main characters. It doesn't really get into the lives or the of too many of the other characters, right? And so, every once in a while, they'll, he'll, the narration will be talking about somebody or identify somebody. You're not going to follow their story, but that's when he kind of, I think he, yeah, tags them with the name and their fate, yeah. or he just does it whenever they're in a scene. He just kind of, yep. Maybe there's like a dead spot or something he would need and it's not it's it's such a it's funny they use a shit font it's yeah. so cheap looking it's like you know it's not it's like not zombie land where zombie land's got the fancy fonts and it's like 3d it's so boring and static and bland which is it's fun just, because it's just quick it's just a and then it, it's like a little flourish that uh what's the cold pursuit did then cold pursuit do something similar to when their character its characters died I don't remember so his character was dying it would cut to some kind of like card oh know. yeah I think yeah, remember so, yeah. And about their death yeah a lot of people compare this to oh yeah. yeah well Neeson's work with Scorsese come yes, on he now. has come on now who would you have been surprised to see show up in this just out of the blue Don right? Rickles <laughs> just like what's an actor that you've been like wow I can't believe they're in this you know, this in a Scorsese it. film yeah somebody he's never worked with before yeah or someone he has I don't know I don't know do you have somebody in mind? Brian Benben. I he fits. He fits. I don't know. Hamish Linklater? Yeah. Um Sven Olthorsen? That would have been a, a surprise, yeah. Yeah. 
Grace Jones. Yeah. Chris Makepeace. Mammon. Uh, Beast Within. <laughs> Scorsese ever do a, like, I guess Cape Fear is a horror film. Does he ever do a horror, other horror film? Did he do any? Who's that knocking at my door? No. Did After uh, Hours? After Hours isn't a horror movie, but it's a different kind of movie for him. Kind of. St- I think uh, some of them, some of them were like watching a horror film. He hadn't made a movie at De Niro for a long time, right? I mean, a long time, not since Casino. Maybe that sucks. There, this is De Niro, obviously at his best. He's so good in it, and this is not De Niro at his best. Well, I mean, but you know, lately, a, yeah, at he's least. great in it. Everybody's great. And, but he's and, he's but, take he's he's given a he's given a complete shit. Like whereas you know he he's in Bad Grandpa. You know, I mean, he's. He's in that movie with where he plays the old bo- uh, old coworker of Anne Hathaway. You know he's yeah he sucks. <laughs> so it's great to see him not suck and be amazing. He, he's uh, he was in Limitless. I mean he's done some. He's all right. You know, he and Pacino. A, I mean, I still. I mean, I know it's been a long time, but this is a this reminds me of his Donnie Brasco performance a little bit. You know, the thing is, Pacino's a lot been, of pathos. Yeah, I mean, his he's amazing in that movie. I like that movie a lot. Uh, it's a lovely special movie, and he is fantastic in it. But like, he's been in small indie films that I haven't watched. Who Pacino? He's like trying. I just don't. I haven't been watching it. What has he been watching in? Stuff. I don't. You know, like this stuff where he plays like a locksmith. I don't know. He's been in indie movies. He's also in a lot of those Bruce Willis type movies, right? I don't think he does too many of them. They did something together. Righteous Kill. They did something together after that. No. I don't yeah, think I think so. they did one more dog hell before it before this. No? Mm-mm. Okay. They never worked together before this movie. <laughs> how do you think that they uh com- do you think they how do you think this compares to the other time together in Heat? Different. Obviously. Um No there's no connection. The Nero gets him back. <laughs> gets revenge for Heat. It's it's fun to see because you look at the way Scorsese uses these guys and you look at the way Mann uses them. Uh-huh. Different, very different, very interesting. How he, you know, it's it's almost as if um, Martin Scorsese doubles down on the heart, and then obviously Michael Mann has got no time for that. Yeah, it's all fucking. It's all just fucking reptile shit. Mm-hmm. But I, the more I think about this movie, the more it makes me happy. Um, I think uh, I, re- I really the the fact that they they take this lifestyle and they glamorize it not one bit makes me happy and and actually their adversaries do like like Stephen Graham's character mm. is living the life right and and it's funny that it, we, that these all these these schlumps are uh, they're doing all the things that one would do to be a successful gangster with none of the benefits. <clears throat> I mean, it's got a very. Uh I mean, it's oblique, and I mean, the movie is. It's not. It's not a kind. It's not a happy look into a life of violence. You know, it's like it's like the movie the whole time is like what a waste. You know, that's kind of what the movie is saying like the entire time. I don't know. It's what kind of, a waste. Now you think about these guys, though. They, they kind of, they didn't do. They 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 fell into the life that they fell into. Right, but they 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 fell into it and are trapped by it. It seems. So, God, I suck. I mean, that's the worst. What am I? What am I talking about? 
just clap. That's <laughs> over. Let's talk about tattoos. <laughs> Uh, but there is like the again, that's the thing. I remember, I will say, Scorsese like he just he has certain shots in his film that I'll never forget. And and in in, in the movie Age of Innocence, there's a shot. Holy shit! I know, but there's a shot at the end when when the characters get old. When and, Daniel Day Lewis is playing Berserk. Well, he's he's old and he got, and he you know, he's obviously in love with. Uh, and he drops his quarter. Michelle Michelle uh, Michelle what Pfeiffer Pfeiffer. But he's outside of like her building, and he's going to see her. He haven't seen her in years, and then he has this flash. Like they, of course, there's this thing where the sun flashes in his eyes, and he remembers when they were young. It's like really just a pretty scene. And he, Scorsese, just he's just like a master. Like he just does great shit like that all the time. And and that's um, not a great movie. I don't know, isn't it? Isn't it though? It's a chore. It's yeah. a chore. Winona's in it. Oof, you're not selling me on it. I guess I'd be surprised if Winona showed up in this. Judd, <laughs> the um, I'm trying to think of other moments that are that are those those golden shots that you're talking about. There's so many of them in Goodfellas and the Casino. And yeah, I mean he's he just that shot of Jesus in the Last Temptation. Remember that shot of Jesus? Never saw it. All right, I never did watch that. Yeah, missing anything? I mean, After Hours, one of my favorite movies. It's I, one of the I least Scorsese it. movies. Though. I know, but I love yeah. it. It do, it does feel so different, but you know there, there's that's a, the, that's there's the, a lot of moments that like you know how you're talking about that drawer moment like the the quick drawer in that Goodfellas she opens to get the, yeah. the gun or whatever. There's a lot of moments like that in After Hours. Yeah, um, I used to watch that talk show where they would discuss Nicole Kidman's performance after screening. Talk show I haven't seen for a long time. Talk radio it, is Oliver Stone. Oh, what what's talk show? Talk show you're making words up now. What did you say? Talk radio? What'd I say? <laughs> Why'd you say Nicole Kidman? The hours. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Oh tit. Um Did we do the work? We're still in it. We're deep in it. So Cape Fear, Wolf Wall Street departed. Mm-hmm. Departed's loaded with amazing moments. Yeah. People still sleep on that film a little bit they treat it as as popcorn so this is it for Scorsese's in his mid 70s I think he's done with gangsta this is his final word on the gangster uh, yeah. movie genre where do you think he goes yeah they've already announced what his next movie is have they isn't he doing like a biopic of Sinatra or somebody like that I mean that's something that's been in the works for a long time then yeah who would you get to play Sinatra <laughs> he wants DiCaprio right I'm sure is he doing maybe he's doing something with DiCaprio next if your your phone's right there, guy. Scorsese, Marty. If you were if you were to shoot a biopic of Sinatra, you have to find somebody super boring, super off key. Who? I mean, Toby Huss impersonates Sinatra. Does he really? Mm-hmm. In real life? Yeah, he's like an amazing Sinatra impersonator. It's not hard to impersonate that piece of shit. No, but I mean, Huss is like. Surprisingly great. Huss is amazing. What did he just show up on? He's got a small role in something. That's a great last name. Yeah. I'm jealous of it. Killers of the Flower Moon. That's what he's That's going to be good. Yeah, yeah I have that book. I didn't read it yet. Of course you didn't. <laughs> that's Osage. Uh, I my man Ridley Scott still killing it. He's a, he's older than Scorsese. It's a race between Eastwood, Ridley, Scorsese, 
I mean, Eastwood, is he 90? And he's got, they rushed that movie out, Richard Jewell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the I heard. Um, Jonah, I like the trailer for it. Jonah Hill was supposed to play. That, that guy. That was his role, and he lost too much weight, so they had to, he couldn't be that. Yeah, and, but he's a producer on it. Is he? Yeah. That yeah. guy is great in uh, I, Tonya, though, so it's going to be interesting to see. Um. Anyway, yeah. So he's doing Killers of the Flower Moon, which is an I think is that a, is that a, a Leo? Yeah, I'm sure Leo's in that. Um, De Niro apparently in it too. Um, yeah. Us. Mm-mm. Imagine going through your your life and having the A list of the A list as oh, your. He did muse. that SCTV documentary that's coming out too. That's really strange that he did that. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm saying like his his muses have been pretty strong. You know, he has DiCaprio, De Niro. You know, it's, it's he's not running on fumes. He's not running out Jason Muse out there. You know, he's not running out. Who's another dog shit muse that people use a lot? Who's the the repertory dog shits that some shitholes use? <laughs> um, like Wes Anderson's got a few piss piles in his group. I think you know? you're right. I know. I love Wes Anderson. He's I got do great, too, but he's got, he's got some got great taste. I mean, Christopher Guest got to Balaban all the time. I mean, I can't complain. Clark Gregg, David Mamet, that's a misstep. Hmm. I mean, he's got Bill Macy, and he's got some greats, Baldwin and all that, but it's amazing. It, it, I think there's a few guys that needed they needed their their, their badass. Yeah, you said that before, uh, a couple shows ago. You said that you wish somebody – you wish Caruso had a filmmaker right. taking him under uh, their wing or – you know, and I agree, but – who knows? Who knows if Thomas Schlamme had the right guy? Who's museless? That, that's a better question. What? What? Damon Albarn? Which huge? Which? Which huge? Huge filmmaker right now is museless. Doesn't use the same actor ever. Yeah, I mean, it's not Tarantino. No, it's not. Uh, I'm trying to think who. Which filmmakers are worth even mentioning? Ridley Scott. He's he, used DiCaprio he, a couple of times, right? Is he museless? He's had Fastbender for at least two. What about uh what's about what about uh Fincher? Who does he have? Pitt. He seemed Pitt. He's been at Pitt's been on a bunch of his films, or at least two of them. Fight Club. Benjamin Seven. Butt. Benjamin Butt. Uh-huh. Yeah, De Niro referenced Benjamin Button when he talked about the de aging process in this. In the movie, in this, in the movie, He's, yeah, his character in the movie says it. <laughs> hey, that's my favorite line from the movie is when his old character says, "Man, I, I wish, I wish someone would de-age me, yeah, so I can get back into my memories." Do you think that the the de-aging process in this or the aging process in True Detective last season Oof. was better? Which one? Funny thing is, Dorf looked good and and Ali looked rough. They both look good. I think their acting was so good it didn't matter. Oh, yeah. That helped the makeup. Their acting was so great that it helped it. Yeah. Dorf killed it. He didn't even get nominated for an Emmy. No, he didn't even get nominated. But he got a cop show on CBS. Still, he didn't get... I can't believe they didn't nominate him. He's so fucking good in that yeah. show. Yeah. I mean, he's at least equally the like, great part with Mahershala. Like, uh, which is saying a lot. Yeah. I mean, I did not expect him... And no one did. But maybe that's why uh, he didn't get nominated. Somebody did. Who? You know what? I was most excited about him in that movie, in that show. Oh, you were? Yeah. I'm a dwarfophile. Yeah. I saw Deuces Wild in the theater. That's. It. I bet he was shocked that he didn't get nominated. He doesn't care. 
He does. He ha- didn't. Was it you that was saying he hangs out with all these olds, or is it Johnny Mac? Maybe I heard. I was it. with. I was with. Maybe it was with him and Micah. He was talking about how Stephen Dorff hangs around with just old bags of smashes. Yeah. Yeah. I heard an interview with him. That podcast. I listened to my podcast. I guess. Not enough. If you're one of our listeners. I listen to ours. Oh, of course I do. I like to hear my own voice. Fred voice. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, we did the work. Did we? It's almost as long as the movie. We should have done it. We sh- that's a new thing. We should do it as the, the podcast should be equal in length to the, yeah. every movie we do. Yeah. yeah. That, that'll that'll When are we going to do the Three Colors series? Is that is that on? Uh, Melchiatus Estrada? Oh, well, you'd love to do that. I would. I'd, all we'd be talking about is that dead. Barry Peppin there. All right. So uh, you just sat down in the, in the tattooist's chair, and he's got the needle buzzing. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you going to get tattooed from the Irishman on your person? I, I got it already. What? That little box of total. <laughs> that's what, that's what I would get. The 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 the, the hotel size box of total. It's not bad. That's what that's my tattoo. I'm getting the uh, the sign of that Fox restaurant. What? Where they were supposed to meet Jimmy Hoffa and they stood him up. It's like a little rest. He's parked outside this restaurant. Right. It's called like the Fox's Den. and It's got this dumb word above it. Yeah. I got that sign tattooed on my. Uh, Right on my ass. Oh, like you put right it on your bum. It's a tramp stamp. Yeah. Oh, that's I got a tramp better. stamp of that fox. I'd, put, I'd probably put that total box on my shoulder. Okay. Then I always have to. You know how people when they get a tattoo, then they always have to wear clothing that the fits that shows it, it yeah, off. Yeah. Yeah, like if you get one on your legs, you have to always wear shorts around, yeah, and you have to shave the hairs. Yeah. So I'd have to wear a, that the Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones outfit where he gets the shoulder the shirt oh, cut yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'd wear. Or any tank top. Well, either or. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, we, we got we, we sizzled through that section. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So you've been tasked with uh, building uh, an attraction of sorts for the Irishman. Can be anything. Yeah. Yeah. What would you do? Oof. This is such a good. This is such a good question. I'm gonna need a moment to think. Yeah. You can't do another total. You can't have a total restaurant. Don't put rules. <laughs> it's not fair. Um. <clears throat> I have a tour bus, yeah, that retraces their route that they went on the on the you know on their journey on the map, mm-hmm. and uh, the tour it's a, it's a sixteen hour drive, uh-huh. and uh, they play the the film in its entirety twice in a row. Right. <laughs> I would do. A, I'd have a thing where after you saw the movie, they would uh, they would take your picture and then de-age it. So you could look like what what you look like at the start of when you begin when you began watching the movie because the movie's fucking long, Nick. <laughs> it's long. Um, um, somebody called the movie uh, "Great Fellows." <laughs> Do you like that? No, because they're all like great grandfathers. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, what's that movie with the old men? Dirt, no, the dirt, grumpy old men. Grumpy old men. Bucket list. You got. There's so many. Grumpy old men. Burgess Meredith. Yeah. Well, I mean, is that was that good enough? I didn't. It's I, fine. I, I just clicked it. You know, they they tested. You heard that they they recreated scenes from Goodfellas with the, with those actors to see if the the technique worked. It did work. It did. Yeah. I'm zooming in. <laughs> Uh, I may. I also could maybe do that. Would be cool to do action figures 
for this movie that whenever you put them next to light, it makes them look younger. So it's like you, you know, it's they have an old action figure, mm-hmm. and then you move them closer to like a light source, and then it makes the for a while why they're why they have that light. They're they're kind of younger. They okay. look twenty years younger. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm sticking with my original one. Okay. Yeah. Because nobody doesn't collect old people action figures. <laughs> That'd be cool, man. Target had a little section for the Irishman. Scorsese's next film is gonna he's gonna do a, a Dallas Buyers Club sequel. Yeah. He's going to de-AIDS him. Oh, God. He's... No? Has he ever done a sequel? Yeah. Christ. Um, <laughs> no, because uh, that's Hollywood's dying, remember? That's right. Actually, he's done a remake. Cape Fear. Departed. Right. Hundoon. Did uh, uh, Grudge 2. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I would. I would love it if he. That, that's why I always wanted Daniel Day Lewis to do, and it'd be good if Scorsese did. It. If they just at, right at the end just slummed it. Yeah, yeah, like they had. They just knocked it out of yeah. the park forever, and then all of a sudden they sh- like uh, Daniel Day Lewis is in like like Jaws six or know, some or just something child. like that. Just a total paycheck. He does the voice of Chucky. He never. He never took. He never. He always had to play it too cool. He had to play it too straight. He, he should. He should loosen it up. Show up on a sitcom. Yeah. Like he could be like uh, show up on the Will and Grace reboot, or he could be the Scorpion King. <laughs> They're still making those, by the way. There are more Scorpion Kings. What's this Anna Kendrick, Rebel Wilson, and Daniel Day Lewis, and Pitch Perfect Four? <laughs> I don't. I can't believe he's in the pyramid. <laughs> that would be great if he was like in a found footage movie. All of a sudden, you know, it would be. Yeah, and it would be like a found uh, footage movie because he was in My Left Foot. Because they finally. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> just clap it. Could you? Just clap it away. Just get it away. <laughs> My left found footage. Is that? Double down. <laughs> um, you know what would have been funny? <laughs> not that. <laughs> <laughs> you... <laughs> Okay, so they're at breakfast, Pesci and De Niro. Yeah, our he's favorite like, scene, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what do you want, total or whatever the other one? And then he pulls a box of Lucky Charms and winks at the camera. <laughs> 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 then the credit comes up, the Irishman. <laughs> All right. That's the part that really moved me at the end, though, that that, that scene when Pe- they're in, they, they go to prison... <laughs> And they're in the same prison, Pesci and De Niro, um, and they're old as fuck. And mm-hmm. Pesci especially is old; like he's yeah. he's super old. Like yeah. they reaged him. Yeah. I don't know what they did. And uh, I mean, he's the makeup on him is great, but he's super, he's looking like he's ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he has regrets about Hoffa, and he says uh, it sh- it shouldn't have happened to him. It, should, it shouldn't have happened. But then he says, "But I picked you and me. Fuck him." That's what he says, yeah. right? And I think that's such a that's such a great moment in that movie. I think it's his last line, isn't it? I think maybe. Yeah. And then he gets wheeled away. No, he says yeah. something cute off the. Oh. I think he's going to church, and he's like, "You'll you oh, go yeah. to church." He's like, "Yeah, you'll you'll understand <laughs> something." But it's I don't know. I felt like I spoiled, it, but it's that's a beautiful moment in that movie. But not as beautiful as the serial moment. No, our favorite, our favorite moment. Um. 
What, what's that? Can you think of like a little moment from this movie that you like that besides that, do you, is there anything else that sticks out? Remember that part where I was saying where he's starting to sign his name and they, yeah, that's like, my moment. Yeah. Just the fact that he doesn't follow it through every other shitty filmmaker would, you would see him fill out the whole name and it would, wouldn't cut until it's been there too long. And he's, they got no time for it. I like when they kept calling him uh, De Niro kid and he looked like he was 55. <laughs> Hey kid, I like uh, he looked constipated in that era. Yeah, well, that's that's when it looked maybe the most computer. He looked constipated, mm-hmm. and when the guy was imposing, physically imposing, and De Niro is not. So that's, yeah, I think they try to make it, but he it, that doesn't really he doesn't look like he's like a super like tough guy in this. Um, that's too bad they didn't work together for so long. Yeah, you know we got we got great movies from each of them. Right. Well, who, from De Niro? Scorsese was making great movies over here. De Niro's making great movies over here. When name, I was going this way, this name was going this one. Way. What era? Because De Niro's made plenty of good movies since Goodfellow or Casino. Name one. Oh, my God. De Niro? Yeah. We've, we've done this already. We've talked about and how you great. You couldn't do it then. You can't do it he now. He killed it. What year was Casino? Like 96? Maybe. He's been nailing it. I mean, all you got for me is like Silver Linings Playbook. I mean, that's in, all you can say. Silver Linings Playbook? Limitless? No, I'm not giving you Limitless. I like Limitless. I'm not giving you it, though. I, you said a great movie. He's been making great movies. He hasn't made one. Oh, he's great. <laughs> I know we've done it. I'm going to do it to you. Again, just to prove my point again. He's good. Not since... <laughs> he's good. He's good now. Again. Oh, he's good. He's He's one of the best. Yeah. Still good. Um, you talking about your favorite performance of his is a mistress? I don't remember. I don't remember know. Mistress? A, I don't know that movie. Oh, it's so long ago. All right. What well, year was Casino? It had to be mid nineties, maybe a little, even a little. Yeah, probably mid nineties. Let's go. Let's go. There's at least back. three very good films that followed Casino. Oh, Heat is the same year. Yeah, it's, I won't. I won't. I won't steal that one. Sleepers afterwards. See. Mm-hmm. Okay, Copland and Jackie Brown. My bad. All right. Afterwards. Wag the dog. Ronan. You. He's still killing it. You're right. So, uh, then two, well, let's see. Where's the Nadir? When is it? When does when he go flying off the rails? It's around 2000, I'd say. He appeared in The Ventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. <laughs> Meet the Parents, which people really like. 15 minutes to score. Showtime. It just starts to godsend. Showtime might be the beginning of the real dick. Sharks. I mean, it just starts to. Is there anything any bright? Hide and seek. It just starts to be bad, Nick. Is there anything? Oh, the Good Shepherd. You like that, right? It's all right. He directed that too, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. Just kill what just happened. Stone machete. Oh, killer elite. <laughs> New Year's Eve. Not even. I mean, being Flynn. What? Being Flynn. Oh God. Flawless killing season. I mean, he just—it just in turn he just took a huge shit, huge. I mean, he's got to have one more little treat in there somewhere. I mean, Joker, I guess. He's in that. He is. Yeah, yeah. He's back. <sighs> yeah. Until I mean, how do you go from this to go back to movies like The Righteous Kill or something? Yeah, you like, know, it's like gonna be without hard. a paddle or something. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're in the world of the Irishman. Mm-hmm. What shape do you take in there? What happens to you? 
I mean, there's not much in here that you can be other than. <laughs> yeah, it's not a lot of screen time. Yeah. Well, you have to you have to be a you have to be a, a criminal pretty much. No. You don't. You don't. I'd be one of. I'd be one of De Niro's neglected children. I'd be like the the son that he didn't have a son, right? He had all daughters. I'd be the son, and then every time they they'd cut to uh, Anna Paquin's character kind of staring at him, like seeing right through him mm-hmm. and his bullshit and his horrible life and his causing havoc. I'd be uh, beside her, going, "Dad, I don't. I think you're great." Yeah. Well, it's funny. I love, I love your shit. Whatever's happening is good. Is good. Yeah. I'd I'd be the opposite of her. Yeah, I manage the bank she works at, and we hit it off, big time. You mean like romantically? Oh yeah, hard time, right? Yeah. So okay, so he got you know locking ourselves in the vault, mm-hmm. you know, getting creepy and weird, to, to trying to trying things that nobody's ever tried before. Right. That's us in the bank. Ooh. So when De Niro shows up. He tries to get in line. She says she changes to, you know, not next available teller thing. You know, she wants to see him, but really she just wants to sneak off. She didn't even you. know he was there. Just sneak off. She just you. heard. We have a, I have a little, yeah. yeah, I have a little, I sent her a next tell, you know, chirp. Well, he's fine though. I know it's, it's sad. It's sad for her. It's sad for him. For a minute. For a minute. Um, because he didn't get to reconnect with his daughter, but I'm in the line with him. I'm one of the bank patrons. <laughs> and I go, did you see this? And I show like a, printed out picture of a like a, a stolen piece of pornography from the star of the day because they that was before cell phones right yeah at that time so a printed off picture of Dabney Coleman hanging huge dong <laughs> <laughs> did you see this this just leaked uh, but and you're his son no I well yes <laughs> I can't with <laughs> can't believe she's not talking to you're you, You're estranged, but you're showing him Dab- Dabney Coleman porn. <laughs> that makes sense. He's there to see his daughter, <laughs> not you. You're there. Just trying to cheap him up, cheer him up. <laughs> Did you see this? He's got a long one. And then the funny thing is... 9 to 5, more like 9 to 12. You know what I'm saying? This guy is... No, like more like 12 to 6, like a curveball, man. That thing hangs... He's hanging. Hanging, Chad. And the thing is, her bank, her boss... Looks like Dabney Coleman. You? Well, my you? character, yeah. 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 Oh, so that's worrying. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'd be showing him pictures of. A lot more dagger, a lot less cloak. <laughs> I'd be showing some, yeah, some heavy, has some heavy printed out pictures. Yeah. Some just, like, some, like some like dot matrix Dabney Disgraceful dick. shit. I'd be showing my dad. Just disgraceful. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and he's, he's, he's mimicked the mustache down there. He's got the Dabney stash above his yeah. mu- above his above his muffle. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And then my my profession would be I'd I'd uh, I'd make uh, my care like I'd be in business for myself. I'd be I'd make pin- pinatas. Yeah, yeah. And what do they fill with? Huh? Well, I'd be then trying to get my own shit going. Do the uh, I heard you make pinatas. <laughs> <laughs> Heard you. Yeah, that's right. I do. Mm-hmm. Is that code for? Nope. No, not really. <laughs> but instead of candy, I'd just be shoving up, printing out pictures of Dabney Coleman up there. <laughs> a lot of downtime in that business. Yeah. 
Well, successful. Anyway, so that's I, the, but that's the thing the is, it I cheers play. them up. It cheers them up. It does. Yeah. Good. Because the fact that they acknowledge hearing about him, <laughs> they never thought about him again, but they heard about him. Heard about his pinatas. Yeah. Yeah. So, if the, but instantly out of out of sight, out of mind, that mm-hmm. guy. So anyway, that's, so, yeah. that's the character I'd play. Now, you're trapped on an island. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not trapped. You're there on, on your own free will. Mm-hmm. you got to pull a, a totem from this film. Yes. To add to your rambunctious collection. Mm-hmm. A lot of choices. Right. Lots. I'd be... Uh, the Stephen Graham comes into a meeting, and he's, and he's late... To, mm-hmm. to meet with Pacino and he's wearing um, a tennis outfit like yeah. he's wearing shorts mm-hmm. and a white like an 80s it's like a yeah it's like a real like I don't know when, when that takes place that part not 80s obviously but it looks like a just a so I, maybe I take that beach outfit because um, that would I think that would be practical on, a, yeah. on an island um, anyway that's what I'd probably take that okay. what about you I've got a misshapen oddly cut piece of linoleum Oh, because the stuff, yeah. And it's just, I've draped it over a, a cro- an outcropping. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it just, it brings the, you know, ties everything together a little bit. I would take the fish that Plemons had in his back seat <laughs> that they complain about That's a, a funny lot. scene. But they never show the fish, so you can't take it. Yeah. They just, there's a lot of talk about this fish and how he had it in the That's back a great seat. scene. And uh, the guy's mad that he has. Lewis, to- cancel me. He has to sit on the wet, the fish wet spot. Mm-hmm. And then De Niro does because you know it's the whole he, thing. He, yeah, he jumps on that grenade. And uh, but they never show the fish. How can you take it then? You can't. You can't even take the wet that they're <laughs> complaining about because they don't show it. Plus, the last thing you want to take to your island is the wet. I know. <laughs> the wet is implied. Yeah, I mean for sure because yeah. they don't show it. De Niro Are you talking uh, about in the bank vault. <laughs> <laughs> De Niro puts down a little ha- a kerchief. Down yeah, to yeah. sit on. That's an awful word. And um, you do get to see that kerchief, though. Hmm. Yes. But I took one of those recently. I can't take another. You, you did, didn't you? From the... Um, Eight Million Ways? No, from uh, the Caruso movie we just did. Kiss of Death? Yeah, oh, the IDAP. The IDAP, yeah. 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 I guess I could stitch those two together. I, I'll take the kerchief. I'll, you I'll could be, Yeah, you could do like a Jeepers Creeper yeah, Creepers I, quilt. That's what I was thinking. The... the the mosaic of bodies? What was the thing I said? Yeah, the, yeah. the ceiling bodies. The mosaic of ceiling bodies? Yeah. What would you what's would you what would you rate that? It's a ten. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's you upped up, it finally. It's gone up. It's, it's gone up. Time it's, yeah, time has been very fond. Thank you. To, yeah. So I'd be making a mosaic of kerchiefs. Handkerchiefs, I yeah. guess. And so that's what yeah, I'll take that. Um that has a little bit of the wet on it, thankfully. Yeah, and continues to mm-hmm. on in your spare time. What was I originally gonna take that beach outfit? Oh, Tennis outfit? Give me a break. Yeah. Dumb answer. Okay. And Plus, what, it, what did you take? I took the linoleum. Yeah, that's that the bad guys are using too. Yeah, they do they do stuff with. Yeah, but but, but they they you see in an earlier scene where they're just you know putting it onto the floor, mm-hmm. you know, set it up. It looks yeah. like they're doing some renovations. Right. Then they do some real renovations. You know, you're not. You know, they're not though. Do you? Yeah. I thought everything was gonna be fine. Yeah. Well, it's a good movie. It's going to be hard to beat this one for me this year. I mean, Star Wars comes out. 
I haven't seen. We have some big. Like we haven't seen a lot of. We haven't seen like Jojo Rabbit and. I haven't seen that, and or uh, Parasite, which I really want to yeah. see. You you were kind of up for seeing Parasite, huh? I am absolutely. I'm, I'm up to seeing everything. I think Parasite's playing at more theaters than I thought. Well, they opened it opened wider this week. This it past did. weekend, yeah, yeah. That's gonna be fun to do on the movie microscope. I don't think so. No, we should do. Uh, we should do the uh, that other one though that I like. I saw the devil. Oh yeah, I love that movie. That's a hard. That's a harsh movie. It starts off pretty hard somebody might not make it in that I think first so. thing. <laughs> let me zoom in i like that movie a lot though. of course i've only seen it once though i saw it in the theater i did too and I, i've seen it like two times i haven't seen the whaling again though. but why bring it up just because it's korean cinema or yeah and i was actually i was thinking about something that would be weird well we could do it we haven't really have we done a foreign film we haven't right i think we have what the blob yeah it's from outer space yeah that's true um well, just do it. Go on Google and say Kerchief and Cinema. See, let's Google that. So what's what's going on? You had a big week coming up. Yeah, traveling my nut off. You said you lost your switch. Oh god, still can't find it. It's it's gone. So you're gonna watch some movies on the road? Do you ever watch? Do you ever? Oh, here's a question. Do you ever spring for the hotel movies? Do you ever no, watch a movie? No, like, they don't do that anymore. They have spec, don't they have spec? What no, are they called? No, now it's just they have. You can log into your Netflix and stuff now. There's none of that shit anymore. They don't sell that kind of stuff. They have to. I, no, I, I when I, I have hotels, had... old Mario Lopez is always slinging these movies. No, I don't man. ever have. I've never had that. See, I, I stay at Marriotts only, and they have the same setup at every place. They had. They must have that stuff. They, you, just go, you just don't go to Channel Zero. What do you? Do you, ever, ch- for do you now? ever check you out Public Enemy? Do you ever check out through your TV when you check out of the hotel? No. No, I, I'm I'm a fucking platinum elite you, dog. I don't do that. You shit. You could check out through your TV, and that's probably the same. I, shit I check that has out on my phone, man. Yeah, I'm, nice. I'm above it. No, actually, I go, when you go on the TVs, there's no purchase options. I think there, they've done away with that a lot. There's no of, way they did. I'm telling you, the only ones resort places are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So when I was in Vegas, they had that at those hotels. Right. And when I stay, there's a when I go to Huntsville, I stay at this really nice um, hotel. Mm-hmm. That is more like elegant, and I think they might have it. But every other, I stay at like Spring Hill or uh, Residence Inn or Courtyards. They all have the same thing. You can log into your Netflix, or you could watch what they have. They like I mean, they sh- one channel. Got, they definitely got porn still. Not at these. They don't have porn at the Marriotts. You're fucking innocent. They do. They have to. I don't think so. You don't think they're selling porn? They always sell porn at hotels. I don't think. I think it's over. I think porn is. The death we're talking about the death of cinema. Scorsese's next editorial. Yeah. Scorsese did. I noticed he did not talk about glyph uh, how pornography was in cinema. I de- I heard that loud and clear. <laughs> <laughs> his, All right. His silence about that was deafening. But yeah. Speaking you think, of, do you think he? Do you think he indulges? Yeah. Let's, oh yeah. Let's speculate. But he doesn't have. He's never had a problem getting himself late. Speaking of Martin Scorsese, who do you think, by the way, <laughs> eyebrows? Elena Douglas made Ur- it. Irby or Scorsese? Who had the grayer? 